Welcome to Love Your Show. What time are you on? The podcast that highlights broadcasters, former broadcasters, people who have talked on, sold for, and or turned on a radio in their life. Now your host, a guy who hasn't met a microphone he didn't like, Jeff Pierce. Our guest today is Kira. Kira, welcome to the show. And Kira, love your show. What time are you on? Hi. Well, at the time of this recording, I am in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and I am on from 5 to 10 a.m. Eastern time. And is it a requirement when you work in Allentown, Kira, that you need to know all the words to Billy Joel's Allentown? Do you know people, what's funny? Do people burst into song <laughs> with that on the street? You know what's funny is that not here, but outside of here. So all my friends from back home in Vegas are like, oh my gosh, I love that song. And I saw Billy Joel for the first time in concert in May and was like, oh my gosh, I live there. <laughs> and where did where did you see Billy Joel? Uh, Madison Square Garden. I was oh, there wow. For the first time. Oh, Best concert I've seen to date, by the way. So good. Oh, it's fantastic. I got to see him at Fenway Park in 2018. It was a, it was a fantastic. What made the show that I saw with Billy Joel cooler is Joe Elliott. Uh, you may be familiar with him from a band called Def Leppard. Joe yes. Elliott uh, was playing the next night. He came on stage with Billy Joel. They did a rendition of Pour Some Sugar on Me. Hashtag fact. That is so cool. I love your hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, you, you've obviously been in broadcasting uh, for a while. Why did you choose broadcasting? So I actually started in radio in November 2018. And I got into it randomly. And I say that because I was applying to everything at the time and got an interview a year after I applied. Wow. And didn't, wasn't in contact with anybody, uh, nobody. I didn't know at the time because I wasn't in radio. I wasn't in anything. I wasn't in any internships. I wasn't in anything. Um, I was still in college. And I, uh, I, <laughs> I got this interview and all of a sudden it was like giving me a voice. It was, I was a street teamer, but it was giving me a voice. I was able to talk with people I was so shy and so in a shell and didn't really want to like take up any more space than I had to and radio allowed me broadcasting in general allowed me to get out of that shell be like okay you you have you have your own space but you can also you could talk a little louder than you do you could talk a little bit more than you do and it, it gave me that voice and all the people I met too gave, gave me that voice and that's why I've stayed in broadcasting is because of uh, the growth, because of the people I've met and the networking I've done, and because I just love it so much. So what was that first station that you were on? I The first station I was on was uh, 98.5 KLUC in Las Vegas, the top 40 station. And so uh, you were on the air there. What, 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 was your, what was your first shift? I was a part-timer, I think. So I... On air and board offing. I started as a board offer okay. and I did overnights. I did midnight to 6 a.m. 
on random whatever whenever they wanted me to do it right and i didn't talk i just pushed buttons and i you know i made sure all the other stations were still on the air at 3 a.m it was actually really cool i would dance any the engineer watching the cameras probably had a field day because i would just <laughs> dance in the middle of the station at you know 4 30 a.m on a tuesday like it was amazing uh but i i did that and then my first on air shift, I believe was a 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Sunday. And it was amazing because so we know that, you know, morning shows during the week are prime time. But Sunday, everybody's up doing chores, laundry, going to breakfast. It's, it's Sunday. People are, you know, up right. doing stuff. And 6 to 10 a.m. Perfect time. It was amazing. <laughs> I wasn't, but it felt great. <laughs> All right. So th the answer to this next question doesn't necessarily have to be a broadcasting job. So best job okay. you ever had. Best job ever. Best job ever. Hmm. It is a radio job. I love the job that I have now and I'm learning stuff new every day. But I am still relatively new, and I would say that this I had a, a sports station gig where I would like produce uh, I produced a morning show and I got to go to like the all-star hockey game and I got to do uh, I got to do social media for that for the stations. That oh, wow. was epic. That was epic. I loved that. That was a fun job. I think that's the one. So you you're into sports. I'm into hockey. Okay. I'm into hockey for sure. I'm not a sports guy, but I could imagine that would be akin to me having a job that involved going to sci-fi festivals or something. <laughs> Wait, you're into sci-fi? Oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. I'm named after a Star Trek character, so I am sci-fi all the way. Okay. All right. All right. So uh, I, uh, that's, that's interesting. So your parents uh, obviously were Star Trek The Next Generation fans. Uh, well, well, that's Deep Space Nine. Deep is Space Nine. Kira. Deep is Space, Deep Space Nine. Nine. I was either I was either going to be named Kira or Jadzia, and they went with Kira. Okay. Uh, but both Star Trek names. Uh, but they were they're everything. Like my dad was uh, Next Gen. I think was his favorite, and then it was like Voyager and Deep Space Nine and original series, and just went down the list. But and how does Dad feel about the new stuff? Uh, likes it. I so I when this first came out, I had this mad crush on Chris Pine. I still do, and that was the thing. I would like buy his cologne because Chris Pine was the face of, of <laughs> one of the colognes. Yep. I would buy the cologne. Like he was all for it, and I think it. I think that made him like like it a little bit more because he's so used to the older stuff, like the '90s stuff. But I think my love for it made him love it more. Yeah, my wife allows me to watch the the new movies because of Chris Chris Pine. So that's that's good oh, news for me, Chris Pine. They casted so well, Zachary Quinto, Chris Pine. So oh yes. <laughs> All right, so go to from positive to negative um, in broadcasting. The worst <laughs> moment you had. Hmm. My, the worst moment I've had in broadcasting. I'm trying to think. 
I have this thing where my brain blocks out anything <laughs> that would make me have a panic attack when I okay. think about it. All right. <laughs> so okay. all right. I'm going to go with probably, and we all do this, when you think your mic is off and you're voice tracking or you think your mic is off and you're just chatting mm-hmm. and it's on. Yep. Uh, I've done that and I had heart failure when I thought I was voice tracking and I had done this entire break over like three or four commercials. And that's a huge no, no, by the way, you don't do that over commercials. But I did that. And it was like something that wasn't even going to play until three, four, five hours in the future. And I was like, well, everybody knows what's going on now. So (laughs) I hope I didn't, I hope, you know, only like a handful of people heard, but it's okay. (laughs) All right. So since you focus on the positive, your best moment in, in broadcasting so far. Oh my gosh. I have, I'm going to share two. I'm going to share two because in my head, they, they reign the same. So the first one is when I first started in, uh, in Allentown, a few months into it, we had an anniversary, a 25th anniversary of Cat Country 96. And I was getting to meet all the listeners for the first time because I was so new. And this little girl, a little, she was about maybe 13, came up to me and we had greeted everybody, my co-host and I, and she didn't realize who I was because nobody realized who I was. And then she like dawned on her and she came up to me and she was like, Oh my gosh, you're Kira. Oh my gosh. I love you. I listen to the show every morning. I follow you on, on social, basically becoming my best friends. And it was the first time that had ever happened to me. And I was like, we are instantly best friends. I'm following you on all social we I've, I've since seen concerts with her and her mom. I've since like, you know, I've seen her start a new job, her first job, you know, and it's connections like that, that that's what this is all about, that's very you cool. know? And it was like the first time I was like, this is why we do what we do. So that's that one. The second one is uh, I did morning show boot camp for the first time this year and being able to network with everybody and, uh, well, one meets these people that I have known online for two years, finally get to meet them in person. And two, meet these people who like own big companies that are really just your long lost grandmas or long lost uncles and aunts. Like that was incredible. I loved that. I, I think that was very, very heartwarming to be a part of and very like humbling to, to experience. So those two definitely reign at the same for very, different reasons. Very cool. All right. And, um, so obviously in broadcasting, we all need our mentors. So who's influenced you so far? I have a, I have a bunch of different people who have guided me without it turning into an Oscar speech. You can name a couple. I I, I will. (laughs) I will. So, so, um, I have a bunch of people who have, who've guided me and given me a bunch of advice. Um, there's Jess who was on the uh, top 40 station with me in Vegas. She since has moved out of state as of I, but she, uh, she gave me a lot of advice for how to be a, a, a woman in radio. Um, and then my main mentor is Sean Tempesta, who has given me so much help guidance. 
I mean, like literally has been the person to be like, Kira, you're stupid. Don't do that. Don't say that. Or has been the one to be like, you know what? I'm so damn proud of you. And has been like that, that figure. Um, and then there, there's people that I look up to also like, uh, Kenny J, um, who's a, who's a radio broadcast like legend there's you know bobby bones of course ryan like ryan seacrest like people who have made radio what it is i look up to them and uh definitely want to follow in their in their positive trails well very cool um and then uh finally either career or personal or both what what are your goals at this point uh, so I'm one of those people that once I achieve a goal, I'm on to the next time. I, I am all about short-term, long-term goals and always know that I can keep growing. Um, that's my main goal. Keep growing, keep learning. There's always something to be doing, to be learning. Um, I want to master mornings. I want to be able to do what I do well right now. That's the short-term. The long-term, looking ahead, I love music. I want to deep dive. I want to learn how it all works behind the scenes. I want to learn how it's programmed, how all of the, you know, record labels, how they get the song to be, you know, go from the artist to the radio. Like I want to learn all of that. So I think that's the next goal for me. Very cool. Well, Kara, it was great getting to know you and, uh, and thank you for being on love your show. What time are you on? Thank you so much. I, I had so much fun and you're hilarious, by the way. I love your dad jokes. Uh, but I, uh, I'm on in Allentown, Pennsylvania at the time of this recording. <laughs> I'm in Allentown, Pennsylvania. And uh, I'm on from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to Love Your Show. What time are you on? Like what you heard? Give us a like, a share. Tell your friends and family to listen or listen again. Have a guest idea, show suggestion, or want to provide feedback? Email us at youcanstillrockinamerica at gmail.com. That's youcanstillrockinamerica at gmail.com. <laughs>